This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Today on episode number 642 of the School of Podcasting, I'm back from my summer vacation in Australia with lots of little lessons, and we've got the question of the month about audiograms, and my audience is so cool, the answers are not what you think. Wait till you hear this. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcaster, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, I help you massage your message. I help you tackle that technology. I help you face your fears. I help you flatten that learning curve and get you not just podcasting, because look, you can go watch a bunch of outdated YouTube videos and do that. I get you podcasting in the right direction. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. And if you use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, you can save 20% on either a monthly or yearly subscription. And I have just returned from one of the coolest podcasting events ever. Just that's all there is to it. It was called We Are Podcast, and it was in Brisbane, Australia. And if... uh one of the things I'm going to talk about is it's been a really long time since I, I've been outside of the country. I'm from the U.S. And uh, I was a little little rusty on my travel. And you know how I could have learned about travel? That's right. I could have gone out to podcastguest.com, clicked on the travel button out there under their directory, and I could have probably talked to Corey Lee. Corey has visited six continents from a powered wheelchair. How cool is that? He runs the top accessibility-focused travel blog in the world, and that is just one of many experts that they have out at podcastguest.com. It helps you find guests like Corey for your podcast for free. The directory is right there. It also, if you sign up, will feature your podcast to its over 6,500 users to find qualified guests that meets your requirements. So if you're looking for guests, that's a great tool. If you want to be found as a guest, it's a great tool. You can find, again, 200 experts anytime in their directory. And if you want to check this out for more information, simply go to podcast, that's singular, guest, that's plural, podcastguest.com slash S-O-P. And thank you, Podcast Guests, for sponsoring the School of Podcasting. So it was probably 1995, the last time I was outside of the United States. And so I was getting ready to go to Australia and I knew things had changed. And so I reached out to a couple people. So if you're stuck and you're not sure what to do, the lesson there, ask for help. And so in my case, I reached out to Monica Rivera from the You Want to Do What podcast at You Want to Do What.com. And uh, because she travels all the time, reached out to George Robb from the Geologic Podcast at geologicpodcast.com because George, because of his podcast, gets asked to be an MC and he's a musician, goes all over the place. Monica, let me know that you can download things on the Netflix app so you don't have to worry about Wi-Fi. Didn't know that. That was a cool tip. And George sent me a link to one of those voltage converter thingies on Amazon and I thought it was good 
to go. But I was a little worried about this. I had 20 hours of plane rides in front of me, one of which was 17 hours long. And I was just thinking of any flight where some bratty kid is kicking me in the kidneys and children are projectile vomiting and crying like they're on fire. And I just pictured that for 17 hours. And I, uh, when I got on the plane, I was able to stretch my legs out in front of me because if you listen to the attendants, they say, put anything you have under the seat in front of you, which means the seat in front of me was empty. And I put the thing I brought with me, which was my legs. And it really wasn't that bad. I had like probably five or six little kids. And yeah, they occasionally cried because, well, they're little kids. It's what they do. And, but in the end, I had a, uh, two, two empty seats between me and my row buddy, my fellow passenger. And it wasn't that bad. It could have been horrendous, but how many times do we not do things because what it might be, it might be bad. How many times do we not start a podcast? Cause well, people may not like me or, I may sound stupid. You won't, by the way. It's not radio. You can stop yourself from sounding stupid. But we think of all the negative things, and I would say, think about the one thing that could be positive. And so I know we all, it's so easy to talk ourselves out of things. I'm here to tell you it's not as bad as you think it is, and that goes for podcasting as well. And you can erode your comfort zone. Look, I know it's hard to believe because I'm sitting here talking to you and uh, a big chunk of my, I don't know, life is I, I enjoy talking in front of large groups. But if you get me in a small group, ooh, different story. Peel back the layers and I can actually be kind of shy. And I'm a guy that doesn't really think outside the box all the time. Like if I go to a restaurant and I find something I like, uh, I will eat that forever. Uh, case in point, when I was in Australia, I got buckwheat pancakes with some sort of raspberry sauce, which was not what I was expecting, by the way. When I hear the word pancakes being from America, I think whatever they're made out of, and then uh, gallons of maple syrup and butter. And so was it different? Absolutely. Was it delicious? Yeah. So I didn't go around asking for maple syrup. So you can erode your comfort zone. And what... What really to me stuck out about this, because I talk about this all the time, the no like and trust factor. And if you haven't heard this, this is when you create keyword here, valuable content on a consistent basis, your audience trusts you and they like you. Why do they trust you? Because you deliver on a consistent basis. Why do they like you? Because you help them. You're giving valuable content. And if you can share a little bit of yourself they get to kind of know you. And when people know you, like you, and trust you, congratulations, you have this thing called influence. And Ronsley Vaz is the guy behind We Are Podcast. And I know him a little bit from his podcast, Should I Start a Podcast? But I didn't really get to know him until I met him at Social Media Marketing World. I was speaking there. I think he was as well. And um, he asked me, hey, would you speak at We Are Podcast? And I said, yes, on the spot. Now, who doesn't want to go to Australia? And so I saved my pennies and uh, don't tell Steve Stewart, but I busted out a charge card and I made it happen. And I was nervous. I mean, this is a, a new country, a new conference, at least for me, with new people. 
there's no, the, the comfort zone was gone. And so the first day I got there, uh, what, of course I get there. Here's a fun story on the plane. I got on their Wi-Fi and set my phone to be kind of global for lack of a better phrase. And uh, I told it to start on the 18th. So I get on the ground in Sydney, Australia on the 18th and my phone's an absolute brick. Why? Cause it's not the 18th in the U S yet. Yeah, that was a fun one. So I'm trying to order an Uber and uh, I would have to run to where there was Wi-Fi, order the Uber, and then try to run to the place where the Uber would pick me up. And when that didn't work, I watched $8 go out the window because they charged me for that. And I got a taxi. And so again, things aren't as bad as you think they're going to be. And you find a way around it. And so here I was, new conference, new people, new country, didn't know where I was going. But I get there. And I got to meet a lot of people. And you know how a lot of conferences, that first day is kind of a warm-up act for the main event? Well, that was the case here. And it was cool. I met all these great people, got to talk to Pat Flynn. By the way, can I can I reveal a secret that you may not know about Pat Flynn? Both he and Jordan Harbinger are hilarious. I mean, they are, especially Pat. Pat had me laughing so hard. His timing is impeccable when it comes to comedy stuff. It was great. And so there I was the day before the main event, and I was kind of like, okay, well, that wasn't so bad. Then the actual main days of the event, and what happens, I this is hard to believe, but every speaker at this event was awesome. And I realize now, this is another thing I now am super sensitive about, Americans, we need to find a new word. Yeah, I'm here to tell awesome. We use it way too frequently. And if you don't believe me, start listening to your friends and just hear a magical ding every time you hear the word awesome. We say it a lot. And so every speaker was awesome. So, you know, it's funny because some of these events want to get bigger and bigger and longer and longer. The longer you have an event, the more you got to fill it up with really good speakers. If you keep your event somewhat short, and this was two days, two and a half, I'm here to tell you, every speaker was awesome. And every person I met was super friendly. And here's the thing you forget. When you go to a podcasting event, everybody there, you have something in common because you all share the love of podcasting. So I don't know what I was worried about. The hotel I stayed at was great. Um, I'm trying not to use awesome. I want to say awesome, but I'll just say great. And by the end of day one, you could have just colored me impressed because I was, and I was really ready for day two. And by the end of day two, I believe I had met 95% of all the people there, including Jules from Hong Kong Confidential. And the reason I say that is every time Jules said anything, like she was great at asking a question and she'd say, yes, this is Jules from Hong Kong Confidential. So I'm now telling you about Jules from Hong Kong Confidential because she did a really good job with her brand and always repeating that it was Jules from Hong Kong Confidential. And so by the end of day two, when I started this journey, I was somewhat nervous. Now I was completely relaxed. And so then we head to a speaker's retreat. And again, I must say, Jordan Harbinger and Pat Flynn, and actually really everybody on this whole trip had great senses of humor. And so when I realized I was going to be living with a bunch of people I'd never met, well, again, that sends up all sorts of red flags. And it, it kind of put me outside of my comfort zone. But now I've had two and a half days where 
Ronsley had been directing my path and he hadn't let me down. And so consequently, I know, liked and trust him. And I just went with the flow. And here again, it wasn't as bad as it seemed because I was like, well, what if there's nobody in the house? I know, I know Harry and I, I know, you know, Natalie. Well, I didn't, they weren't in my house. And you know what? That was actually okay. Because in the end, we just slept there and all the speakers hung out at the second house. And I would start the day with some sort of healthy pancakes that I mentioned earlier. And were they different? Yes. Were they delicious? Absolutely. But the conversations were amazing. And the jokes and the laughing were endless. So I'm just here to tell you that I'm just going to keep repeating this. You need to get out of your comfort zone. I'm so, so glad I did this. I learned so much. And I truly feel this event was somewhat life-changing because I came back with what I feel is a new family. That that when we see each other, we're going to remember that time in Australia? Yeah, that was cool. All right. Remember Hong Kong Confidential? Yeah, I remember that. We're all going to do that. It's awesome. So I'm just letting you know, if you're stuck on something because, oh, this just isn't my thing, make it your thing. Because when you come back, in my case, from Australia, and I see where my comfort zone has considerably been reduced, that's a cool thing. That's life-changing, and uh, and you can do it. So just to kind of add some other things here. Some new things. I am. I was raised in Akron, Ohio, which means I ate a lot of mac and cheese, burgers, pork chops, um, corn, broccoli. That's about it, right? I ate actual Indian food from an Indian, and Sean D'Souza was awesome. I, I in a million, I never would have said, "Oh yeah, I bet I'm going to like that." I loved it. That, yeah, I was wrong. I didn't like it. I loved it. It wasn't super spicy. I always hear about how Indian food is. I don't know. I have no idea what I ate. Sean wouldn't tell me, but it was great. Um, then I was scheduled for a session of holographic kinetics. I have no idea what that was, but Ronsley had scheduled me for it. And I was like, all right, I'm in. I don't. And then I heard it was somewhat, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but some people might describe this as woo woo. And what it is, it's a Aboriginal healing technique based on the ancient understanding of lore not the not the podcast, uh, the universal laws that govern the creation and the knowledge that everything in nature is alive and can be communicated with. Thoughts and emotions from difficult experiences in the past can become trapped in a person's body to create realities. You were still with me? When experienced in the past, they affect the present, which in turn affects the future. And once trapped, these energies are carried through time, negatively affecting people's lives. These trapped energies interact with the external world and following the law of attraction. There were some people like, ah, the law of attraction. Yeah, I said some people might feel it's a little woo woo that like attracts like they, that meaning your energies will attract themselves to similar negative experiences. Now, as you might imagine, being from Akron, Ohio, not a lot of uh, holographic kinetics going on. But I was like, look, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do it judge-free and give it my all. And was it different? 
Uh-huh. Was it interesting? Absolutely. Did I learn some things about myself? Um, I, I saw where I had repeating patterns in my life. Now, will that help me maybe be a better person? Maybe. Have Had I completely blown that off? Maybe not. But if I'm a better, more confident person, I don't care how I got there. I don't care if it's through what we call therapy here in America or if it's just good old-fashioned holographic kinetics. Again, keeping the door open for new things, realizing that it wasn't as bad as it could have been. And in the end, I came out on the other side. So I have a list to all my new family member that was on this, Sean, Leanne. First of all, I got to give some shout outs to some people and I should shout out to everybody, but they all know I love them. But uh, two, especially one, Leanne Hughes. She does the first time facilitator podcast. And I kind of wish I had a chance to pick her brain a little more because she's all about making better presentations and literally is just a super nice person. Now, why do I mean super nice? Well, number one, just talking to her. She was the co MC of the event. But at six o'clock in the morning, it was myself, um, Allie from Food Heals podcast and Pat Flynn. And Leanne got up at six in the morning to battle some not so great traffic to get us to the airport. That was amazing. So thank you, Leanne. I really, really, and by that, I mean, really appreciated. Then Byron Dempsey, this guy's my hero. Uh, I had, have you ever had that little voice in your head that goes, um, you probably shouldn't do that. And so what I did was I pulled my iPad out of my book bag where everything was packed and ready to go, pulled out my iPad. Cause I knew I was going to be watching some Netflix on the way home where I had downloaded some things, thanks to Monica, and uh, want to make sure I had all the charge I needed, which is kind of stupid because they have a thing right in the plane to charge your iPad. But no, no, I just wanted to make sure. And I heard my voice go, that's probably not a good idea. And you know what I did? I left it in the kitchen. Yep, I'm on my way to the US. I'm on a plane and uh, I go, oh, crap. So I uh, went back via Facebook, said anybody left in the house, Byron was still there. And uh, he was nice enough to ship me back my iPad. And uh, Byron is uh, like a total, first of all, he's this super young pup. I think he's all of 20. And he's a super talented videographer. And he basically helps people grow their brands with video. And I've linked to all these people out in the show notes. But it was amazing. I mean, it was just, every time you turn around, there was another amazing, helpful, funny, entertaining conversation. And had I said, hmm, I've never been to Australia, or if it's you going, hmm, I've never had a podcast before, and you're a little nervous because you might have to get out of your comfort zone, I'm here to tell you, comfort zones are highly overrated. And now I'm comfortable eating other things. I'm ready to take on the world at this point. Let me give you some other quick hits because I realize I want to get to the question of the month. Here's one. Sometimes you have to stop to start. You're like, what? This came courtesy of Jackie Campbell. She does the Breaking Business podcast. And she was talking about how when she was starting her podcast, there is so much noise. And so I think it was Ronsley that told her, said, I just stop. Stop what you're consuming and just start. And I'll give you an example of this. The other day, I'm in one of the Facebook groups about podcasting. And somebody went in and asked and said, hey, this is what I'm doing. I want to use a lavalier microphone. And what's the best lavalier? And what's interesting is this person got 14, 
14 responses and not a single answer. That's right. 14 responses. None of them answered the question, what's the best lavalier? They got tons of like, why are you using a lavalier? Mixer. Oh, you should use this. Blah, blah, blah. Record it this way. Nobody answered the question, by the way, would have been uh, Rode. Rode makes a pretty good lavalier. And so uh, something to think, sometimes it's time to stop researching and just start with the knowledge you have. I love this one. I think this was, was from Ronsley. Every author, every artist, however you want to word that, has the same keyboard. And I realize some of them have different keyboards, but you, you get the point. We all have the same keyboard, and yet we all have different voices, different insights, different things like that. And the world needs your insights. If you're looking to hold a contest, you might want to check out Viral Sweep. I want to check out, this is from Laura. UTM links in Google Analytics allow you to track where your listeners are coming from. That's all I know about that. And if you are a UTM link expert, contact me. I would love to have you on the phone. It looks a lot like what Libsyn does to track you know, where your social links are and things like that. They're pretty interesting. So that's something you might want to look into. Laura actually had a show notes template that I'll have a link to out in the uh, show notes. Again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 642. Also, check out Ronsley's content amplifier. This thing is awesome because Ronsley runs Amplify, which is a podcasting and media company there in Australia. A content amplifier is an Excel spreadsheet. And you type in a, uh, you know, here's a topic and it's like, all right, here's 36 different ways you can attack that content. Hence the name content amplifier. That was pretty cool. If you use Stripe for payment processing, it's a little bit like PayPal, but I use that for the school of podcasting and their reporting is uh, meh. meh, meh, that's about it. Well, Carl told me about ProfitWell and this is free. It's like, what? It's like, so it, I, I go in, it says, what's your goal? And I'm like, I don't know. I like to grow this much per month. And then it says, hey, you're a little behind or you're above this. And you had this many people join the school of podcasting, this many people graduated and bought super reporting. If you're using, again, Stripe, you got to check out ProfitWell. I've links to these again out in the show notes. So, and again, uh, Pat Flynn is hilarious. Jordan Harbinger, hilarious. These guys, you guys got to start putting some of your humor into your stuff because I was, Pat Flynn especially, just had me in stitches along with Natalie uh, and and Harry Duran. So let's wrap this up. Conclusion, sometimes you have to stop gathering data and you have to start with what you know and then realize that it's not going to be as bad as you think it is. And my trip was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Number one, because I called on some mentors and they gave me some tips on how to travel. And then, you know, in the case of Ronsley, I, I got to know him. I like him. I trust him. And consequently, he didn't lead me into anything that uh, wasn't good for me. So if you're stuck on something, I'm just here to tell you, I'm on the other side of the comfort zone. And I'm here to tell you, it's actually pretty cool. Now I'm a little tired. I will say that jet lag is a real thing. But you got, you got to check it out. And I'm here to catch you. If you want to start a podcast, please, please, please reach out to me. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. So I mentioned where I was this month. Where am I going next month? November is going to be a ton of fun. On November 5th, if you're anywhere near the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area, Libsyn 
is having a meetup. That is a Monday night from 5 to 8 p.m. I'll have links to that out in the show notes. And then that Friday, it's the beginning of DC PodFest. This is another really cool, it's just a, a an intimate event, but I know they they grew this year. They have a new a new venue. So I'm looking forward to This is always one of my faves. And I know I say that about all of them, but it really is. They're all a lot of fun. And uh, for more information about that, check it out, dcpodfest.com. I'll be speaking there, I believe, on Saturday at 1 o'clock. They put me on right after lunch to wake people back up after coming back from a food coma. So if you're at these events, please do not hesitate to trip me in the hall and say hi, because I would love to meet you. Well, the last week of the month, I like to throw out a question and then have you answer it. And then I play your answer here and we all learn together. And a couple months ago, I did a episode on these different audiogram, I guess is what we're calling them, audiogram services. And these are those little videos that have squiggly lines and they're, they're cool and all, but my, I guess, I don't know if I have a problem with them, but there's no way to track if these things work. You know, yes, they, they get attention, but is anybody actually clicking on these? Is anyone discovering new podcasts? Cause we're putting in all this extra time. So that was the question of the month. Have you ever discovered a new podcast from an audiogram? And here are your answers. Hello, Dave Jackson. This is Eliquity from the Travel Gluten Free Podcast. And on your question of audiograms, I have not found any podcasts based on audiograms. Most of the podcasts I have found are actually when I go to conferences and I talk to people and if I feel that their content is something I'd be interested in, then I subscribe. And I and then sometimes I also just look at different categories every once in a while and then add some based on category or uh, if I listen to a podcast and someone who they're interviewing suggests a podcast to listen to. I'll listen to that one. But I have not found any podcasts by audiograms. And I'm actually looking at doing audiograms for Travel Gluten-Free podcasts to see if that was going to boost my uh, listenership up a little bit to spread the word about Travel Gluten-Free. So that is my answer about audiograms. And if I you have found audiograms to listen to a podcast. Thank you, Iliquity. You can find her at travelglutenfree.me, and I will put everybody's links out in the show notes again at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 642. Hey, Dave. This is Danny Kay from the Next to Nothing Podcast, the show about games that you want to waste your time on and not your money. And this message is in response to your October question of the month, which is, have I found a new podcast because of audiograms, the little pictures with audio files? And to keep it short and simple, yes, I have. I found the Metal Sucks podcast from Jabberjaw Media on Instagram because of that. And I think what's more important is I kind of use that to field if I want to listen to a new episode or not. Just to see if there's any interesting answers, anything like that little one-minute burst helps me decide am I going to spend some time on this podcast or not. Like I said, my name is Danny Kay from the Next to Nothing podcast. For People who want more information, they can go to twitch.tv slash Danny K, where we do the show live Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And thank you for all you do. Bye. Thank you, Danny. And Danny K is spelled D-A-N-I-C-A-E. Hey, Dave. ¿Cómo estás? 
<laughs> How are you doing today? This is Vanessa from Vanessa's View Podcast, a podcast on teaching with a hint of yoga and motherhood. I am a high school teacher deeply in love with her career, who's passionate about motherhood and yoga. So if you are into any of those, come and check me out. And if you have no problem with listening to someone that has a pretty thick accent, I will love for you to come and hear my show. Here it is my answer to October's question. Has it worked for me? You know, the pretty cool post that someone does on her Instagram or on their Instagram where you can hear a tiny bit of their podcast with a pretty cool graphic. Has it worked for me? The truth is, um, no, it hasn't. I have seen them many times and it seems that they are more often in my feed nowadays. But they haven't worked for me simply because when I am on Instagram, all I want to do is, you know, scroll down, check out pictures or posts or videos that make me, like you say, thin, cry, laugh, smile, anything. I'm looking for anything that evokes emotion on me. So, no. In the other hand, I do have to say that as a podcaster, I've been dying to figure out how to do that simply because I think that it looks appealing to the eye of the potential listener. And for a few days, I was like obsessing over and being like, oh, I want to learn how to figure out so that I can post that on my Instagram and so that I can promote my show there. But when I hear your question, you make me think twice because I was like, oh my goodness, actually, that hasn't worked for me. I haven't discovered any podcast that way, but that is because I am a podcaster. I love podcasts so much that I have one. So I know how to go and find a podcast. I know how to go and subscribe and review podcasts that I am interested on. My question is, does that work for the potential listener who has no idea about podcasts? Has that ever worked for someone like that? Like, I want to know what are the thoughts of the people who are not so much into podcasts? Has anybody discover podcasts that way. But like I said, I need to know how to do that on my Instagram because I think it looks professional. And you know what else I love besides teaching yoga and motherhood? I love to look professional. <laughs> Sorry for the bad jokes. I know they are nothing like yours. Thank you so much for everything that you do, David. The last few shows have made me laugh hysterically and you have inspired me to try to be a little more funny on my podcast. Um, I don't know if that's working, but I keep on trying. Eddie Show, bye-bye. Vanessa, that's all we can do is just keep on trying. And yeah, I'm told all the time that I'm I'm funny and I just tell them, you know, looks aren't everything. Hey, Dave, this is Garrett Godfrey from the podcast Good Patron. I have never discovered a new show from an audiogram. In fact, I'm not sure if I've really seen that many in the wild, but I like making them. And you're right, they do take a bit of work, but I've used Headliner to make several audiograms for the Average Everyday Worship Leader podcast when they talked about my show and when I was interviewed and gave a shout out to Emily Prokop from the Story Behind podcast 
as well as when I give shout-outs to the shows More Than a Song and the Gourmet Music Podcast. I've done one for the Signpost Podcast and for the Intersect Radio Podcast, and I did one when Dorkness to Light gave a shout-out to the Antidote Radio. And I made one to highlight something you said on Podcasters Roundtable so I could promote it in a few podcasters' communities I belong in. In general, I like to make them to promote shows I like when I hear something I think my friends should know about. The few times I've made them for my show, it's usually when I'm doing a shout-out or a promotion of someone else, so that hopefully, even though I haven't discovered new shows from them, hopefully folks who follow me may discover new shows when I'm promoting other shows. Thank you, Garrett. I've actually got a tutorial. I did an episode on all these different tools. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 616, link in the show notes. And I've also got a tutorial that shows you how to use these. But you did say the magical words, Emily Prokop. Hey, Dave, this is Emily Prokop from The Story Behind and Hate to Wait. And I may be in the minority, but I have found new shows to listen to because of audiograms. The thing is, though, I find these new shows because I'm already following the person, say, on Instagram because I like their Instagram content. I'm not on Instagram to find new podcasts, but if I see someone I follow has a podcast, I get excited because it means I have another way to get content from them. And an audiogram is a nice preview for me of what the show is like, not to mention the sound quality, because as much as I like someone, if they have really bad audio quality on their show, I'm not going to listen very long. So an audiogram gives me a little peek into that. All that said, if you're on something like Instagram as your podcast, They may not be as effective since most people who follow your podcast are already listening to your show. Like, I don't listen to audiograms from shows I already subscribe to because I'd rather listen to the whole show. But let's say I follow Tom Hanks on Instagram. I like him. I like his movies. I like learning about his collection of typewriters. And I'm a fan of him. If he posted an audiogram with album art for, say, The Tom Hanks Show, I would get excited because then I would find out, oh my gosh, this guy that I'm already following on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, he also has a podcast where I can follow and I can listen to see what it's like and if it's something I'd want to subscribe to. But say he didn't have an Instagram, but the Tom Hanks show did have an Instagram account and they posted an audiogram. Well, if I'm following the Tom Hanks show on Instagram, I already know they have a podcast and I probably don't want the episode spoiled for me. (laughs) So. Maybe show me pictures of behind the scenes. Uh, Show me pictures of the next guest you're going to have on. Show me pictures of Tom Hanks behind a microphone just being awesome. So yeah, that's my opinion on audiograms. But another thing for people to realize about audiograms is a lot of the times people don't want to click that little speaker button so that they can hear what's going on. So a lot of audiogram makers, like I use Headliner, which I really like, they offer transcriptions which is great. People don't have to turn on their volume. They can see what's going on. They can see the content. For me, though, I like to take that extra step if the audiogram already catches my attention and I like to listen to the sound quality. So I hope that answers your question and I look forward to hearing others' answers. Bye. Thank you, Emily. And I want to give a quick shout out to Emily because her book, which you heard about on this show, if you are a regular subscriber, the story behind book is now out. It's available for you to purchase. And if you go to the acknowledgement section, not only am I mentioned, I mentioned twice and that almost made me blush. So thank you very much, Emily, for that. I deeply appreciate it. And I'm honored to be in your book. This is Jonathan Bloom of Weekly Awesome. To answer the question, no. Short and to the point. Thank you, Jonathan. Hey, fellow School of Podcasting listeners, it's Steve Stewart. As Dave probably just said, 
He always introduces us and then we introduce ourselves. We've got to find a way around that. Maybe that's a suggestion for a future SOP, Dave. Steve, because of your awesome suggestion and proving once again that your podcast is a recipe and not a statue, I did not do that this time. Thank you so much. Anyway, I am not a podcaster, or at least, I don't know, is it like the Marines? If you have a podcast that's active on iTunes, but you haven't released an episode in three years, are you still a podcaster? Maybe. But I had a podcast for a living. So this is going to be a different angle, because a lot of the listeners to SOP are going to be people who podcast themselves, and I don't. So Maybe I'm not a traditional listener because, of course, I'm listening to podcasts a lot instead of just a couple on a commute. But I will say for the question of the month in October, have I ever discovered a podcast because of an audiogram? No, I haven't. I'm not really on social media that much. Oh, no, I I take that back. I'm on Facebook way too much. (laughs) Yeah. Hi, I'm Steve and I'm a Facebooker too much. But I will say that, you know, I'm questioning myself. If these audiograms, I create a couple for a couple of my clients. I do question myself if there is an ROI there. And I'm really looking forward to hearing the answers from all the other SOP listeners because it takes a while to create one. But I will tell you something that does seem to work. Now, this is, it's almost like everything. You put more time into it and guess what? You get more ROI out of it. One of my clients, Bobby Rebel, she does the Financial Grown Up podcast. She spends about an hour putting together this teaser video. It's not an audiogram because it doesn't have the traditional, you know, an image that might zoom in or just be static or, and that doesn't put the little wavy line there and it doesn't put the text on there. But what it does do, this uh, the software that she uses is called Powtoon, P-O-W-T-O-O-N, like cartoon, but Powtoon. It's about 60 bucks a month is the version. She, she does it quite a bit. There's a $20 a month version, which might fit a lot of podcasters' needs. But anyway, takes an hour. But these videos are really cool because it's kind of like Canva for video because you can just import all these different icons, music, transitions. And I'm not talking about slide to slide. I'm talking about, you know, one little piece of the video slides in from the side and the little cartoon character waves or sits down at a desk or I mean, it's all kinds of crazy stuff. So if you want to see one, I'm going to give you two of uh, if you go on Twitter. So it's Twitter.com slash Bobby Rebel, B-O-B-B-I because her name is Bobby, with an I, B-O-B-B-I, Rebel, R-E-B-E-L-L. Uh, same on Instagram, except it's Bobby Rebel one Go check them out. You can't miss them. She posts them uh, multiple times. But here's the reason why that's so important, is because her guests see that. They notice that. It's not a traditional static image graphic saying, hey, go listen to my podcast. It's not a traditional audiogram with, you know, about 30 to... 60 seconds of text with a static image. This is a full-fledged little cartoon, and it's a teaser. It's definitely an attention grabber. And I think she's getting a lot of buzz from that, which is also helping her find new guests. People get excited about it. She does interview some, I don't want to say high-profile guests, but they're people in the media. And, of course, if you're working with people in the media, they might have an agent. And the agents just love this stuff. The, The PR reps love this stuff. And so I think it's definitely helping her to grow, maybe not a podcast listening audience, but she's definitely, you know, she's growing clout here because of it. So it's a big time expense. It's a definitely a, a higher cost to do this, but it differentiates herself. And I think that's the ROI, not an audiogram, but this teaser video thing. Anyway, that's my feedback from a podcast consumer, podcast editor, podcast-er, twice removed three years ago. I don't know. Anyway, Steve Stewart from steve Love the show. Love SOP listeners.
By the way, this was recorded in my walkout basement office with a ATR2100 microphone plugged directly into my computer, recording on Audacity while the laundry's going on in the background. Stop it. <laughs> check him out, stevestewart.me. And if you want to check out Powtoon, uh, it, it can be, it's $16 a month for one video, $20 a month for five videos a month, or $59 for unlimited premium and export. So if you wanted to make these for people, you could make your own little Powtoon kind of uh, business. Check it out. Actually, I'm not an official affiliate yet, but I did sign up. So depending on when you listen to this, go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash Powtoon. That's P-O-W-T-O-O-N. And I'm with Steve. I love SOP listeners. This has been very educational. We got one more. I always mean to send in an answer to your question of the month, and I keep forgetting. I guess I must be getting distracted by those flashing word videos I keep seeing on places like Facebook or Twitter, social sites like that. I'm Brian Ensminger. I'm the host of the Engaging Missions show. I interview missionaries and church planters and talk about their stories, which you can find at engagingmissions.com. Believe it or not, I actually have found one podcast because of the, the moving word videos that we're talking about this month. It might not seem like a huge return on investment to put those things together, but I will tell you that even though I don't necessarily find and subscribe to a lot of shows myself using these kinds of things, I found one particular benefit, and it's this. I've gotten feedback from my guests that it really makes them feel special when I've taken the time to make a video out of one of the quotes that they shared in an episode, and so I keep doing it. I figure, selfishly, it might increase the probability that they're going to share it and that other people will find out about the show, but more than that, it makes them feel special, and I like doing that. I like being able to invest in those relationships in that way. Thanks so much, Dave, for the opportunity to to share my experiences. I love the show and I love what you're doing and I can't wait to see what's coming next. Thank you, Brian. I will have links to everybody's show out of schoolofpodcasting.com slash 642. Can I just say, I seriously, I love my audience because this, this whole thing brings out things that I never thought of. Hey, it makes me look a little more professional. Hey, my Guests will share this much more now than before. So it's, there's not a, I think a slam dunk answer here. Yeah. I don't think we had a few people that found podcasts from this, but I loved these answers because it wasn't what I expected. So I don't just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And by that, I mean, thank you for sending in your answers. I really, really appreciate it. Now for November, we have, well, actually I have two questions, one for November and one for February. And so the November one, I will need by November 23rd. Isn't that weird? November. Because you know what that means. That means very soon sleigh bells will be ring ting tingling. Is that really like, is that a verb? Ring ting? I'm ring tinging. Anyway, the uh, November 23rd is when I need this. And the question, and this is based on a really cool conversation I had in Australia with Omar and a couple other folks. And that is, what is the book you recommend the most to other people? You know, somebody's talking about books. They're talking about podcasting. They're talking about whatever they're talking about. What is the book you recommend the most? 
And when I'm talking here, I'm not talking when we say like reading a book or whatever, consuming, because we realize some people read the book, some people do the audible thing, whatever. What is the book you recommend the most? I need that by November 23rd, 2019. And the other one is I have stumbled across a couple people that have, shall we say, they're in a relationship because of my podcast. I met so and so. That's what I'm looking for. It's a very specific because of my podcast story. And I'm going to put this out on February 11th, which is the Monday before Valentine's Day. And so I would need that, he said, pulling up his calendar by February 8th. Hey, that's my birthday. Isn't that fun? So yeah, by February 8th, 2019. So I'm already planning 2019. And I just think this is going to be something that's probably happening that we aren't aware of. I forget there's somebody that's listening right now that you married some of your audience. That counts. I I think I have that because of my podcast story already, but we could always rerun that. So if you are in a relationship, if there's somebody you know that's in a relationship and they're not going to send something in, you could always report on them, but it'd be great if we could get their um, kind of story firsthand. I would love to have that by February 8th, 2019 for a special Valentine's Day version of the School of Podcasting. I did have somebody ask me Saturday morning, on the Ask the Podcast Coach, if uh, if there's any kind of podcast groupies for the, you know, now that I'm a Hall of Fame podcaster. And the answer is uh, no, <laughs> but that's okay. I'm fine with that. I'm happy where I am. And, uh, you know, I have realized in 2019 that I have some cool stories from being in bands and going to events and things like that, but I'm not going to have as many cool stories sitting behind this desk. So I'm going to have to start getting out a bit more, especially after hanging out with actual people and actually putting my phone down and having conversations with people face to face. You know what? That's like back in the good old days. It was amazing. And so I need to do more of that. And I hope to do that with you. In Pittsburgh, again, we have the Podcasters Meetup, and we've got DC PodFest coming down the pike. After that, I will also be at uh, PodFest in Florida in March. That's coming up right around the bend. Again, these things are going to come up real quick. So I look forward to uh, to meeting you. And of course, if you're in Ohio, we have the Northeast Ohio Podcasters Meetup. Go to neohiopodcasters.com. I do that. It's typically the third Monday of the month, except this month because, well, I was in Australia. So Thank you so much. And lastly, if you want to start a podcast, it's there's so many ways you can work with me, but let's just go with two. One, join the School of Podcasting. Super easy. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code LISTENER. Now, if you want one-on-one consulting, again, one link, schoolofpodcasting.com slash work with me. So either schoolofpodcasting.com slash start or slash work with me, and we will get you going in the right direction. Thank you so much for tuning in. In future episodes, I, again, I know I've said this before, I'm doing an episode on starting a a network with Glenn the Geek and a couple other people. I'll be reviewing the Focusrite 2i2. I've got an interview with Kathy Heller about what happens when you give your audience what they're looking for. And I've got some other things in the fire. If there's something you would like to hear, schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. Stop me before I give you another call to action. Thank you so much. Until next week, class is dismissed. For for me, it shows me how many people signed up at the School of Podcasting, how many people graduated from the School of Podcasting. 
uh, what's my growth weight, weight, rate, or weight, or snate, or anything else that rhymes with eight. Uh, let's try that one again. 